For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Howdy, folks. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. You don't know how much I thank God it's Friday, but no, I won't go into that. Um, all right, we'll start with the pre-show. Go ahead, Russ. All right. I, I have to say um, you may or may not like what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. but I saw last night late that the uh, New York Yankees had come to it. First, I saw that Marcus Stroman had put a Yankee uniform on him on Instagram. Yeah. And then shortly after uh, it was reported that he signed a two year deal mm-hmm. with the club. And I got to admit, I'm surprised. I'm surprised only because of all the stuff he, you know, he had done the last few years mm-hmm. and yet here we are. Yeah. Um, he's an asshole and um, I don't like him. He's got an attitude. I mean, is he a good pitcher? Yes, he's been a good pitcher with the Mets. Mm-hmm. He's been a good pitcher with the Blue Jays. But he's an asshole, and he's always been that. And he's a troll on social media. And I, I don't like the signing, even if it's two years, even if it's bu- budgetarily. I mean, I I knew that the Blake Snell stuff was a sort of a red herring. Maybe it was out there floated out there to get Stroman to take, you know, to drop the option on the third year or something or whatever. You well, know. yeah, because that's what he signed with the Cubs. It was three years, 71 million. Third year was an option, a club right. option. Of course, they dumped him. And right. that was for 23 a year. Like, he's taking a cut here. Right. He's taking a cut. And, I mean, I you know, does he have anything left? Apparently, like, he pitched really well. I think it was in the first half, and then he tailed off yeah. in the second half. So, I mean, this is the and thing. they were trying to make the playoffs. Right. This is the thing. He – it's a situation where they spent big money, I think over $30 million on Radon. That was a bust last year because he got hurt in spring training. They're paying Cole, who won the Cy Young, 36. They were not going to pay Snell over $30 million. They were not going to pay Jordan Montgomery, who they traded for Harrison Bader, because he was the fifth starter for them. Um, and then, you know, then he went to St. Louis and he pitched well. And then he went to Texas and he won a World Series. But they weren't going to pay that guy $30 million. So this was a budgetary move and a short-term move. And I get it from that point. But like I said, he's an asshole. And I've said it three times and fine. It, it That just, you know illustrates the point do you he, know what his era is in 11 starts at yankee stadium 6.02 yeah exactly so that's what look at that and that's and that's that's another reason it's like they only gonna pitch him on the road yeah no i know that's another reason why it's like you know and he is so unpopular with the fan base that uh espn new york did a poll and it was 73 percent said no don't sign him <laughs> oh, so okay. He pitches one bad. His first bad game, he's gonna get booed off. He's gonna get booed off of uh, off the mound. Yeah, if and they're smart, they start him on the road. 
Well, I mean, they can't start them all the time on the road. No, but I mean, to start the season. Oh, yeah. But if, you know, he's probably going to do the double bird that Brian Cox did in Buffalo when he was a linebacker for the Miami Dolphins because that's the type of guy he is. Now, you know, he may try to clean up his image, but he's a you-know-what. I, I said three times, uh, maybe there's a limit that uh, that uh, YouTube has on swearing. So I'll, it could I'll, be. I'll, yeah, let's I'll, not go over the limit. I'll, I'll curtail it. All right. Hello, Hockey World. Today is Friday, January 12th, 2024. I'm Russ Cohen. I am not what Mike was talking about. From HotelDraftBuzz.com. Well, let me think about that. (laughs) And I'm Michael Agello, and this is the Hockey Buzzcast here on HockeyBuzz.com. All right, we'll start with um, some news that sort of broke today um, because it, it sounds like the thing like things trade wise are starting to shake loose. Um, at least rumor wise. Rumor wise. Rumor wise. I don't know what trade actually you know happened. Yeah, the they went, coming up. They will talk at the All Star game. All these yeah. GMs will talk there. Yeah, eventually, eventually there'll be trades. But okay, the number one. Um, Aaron Port's line reported that Elvis Merzlikens did not request a trade. But that he and Yarmo Kekalainen pretty much came to an agreement, a mutual agreement that it's time for a um, uh, change of scenery. It's the same thing I've done here. It's like I didn't request a change of show to act, but I said, listen, if I could be on the Jeff Merrick show, uh, I'd do it. <laughs> so that's really, it's the same thing. Yes, very, very close. Um, but okay, but this is, this is the problem. Elvis Merzlikens. Is not a good goaltender. At least he hasn't played like one in a few years. Last year had an 876 save percentage in 30 starts, 4.23 goals against. Previous year, 907. That's a little slightly above average. Before that, 916. His goal, his save percentage up until this year has gone down every single year. Now, this year, with a bad Columbus team, 3.25 goals against, 23 games. 907 save percentage. That's slightly up. That's not terrible. But here's the issue. And I'm looking it up right now. I believe he has two more years left at five million bucks. Nobody's taking him at that. No, and Yarmo doesn't like to eat money. Yeah. No one. Oh, excuse me. I'm I'm slightly wrong. Three more years at five point four million dollars. Good luck. Yeah, he, that would have to be like you're getting somebody back. For the same money that the other team doesn't want. That's the only way it happens. Now, now the funny thing was, um, Kevin Weeks, who usually knows something, but sometimes will not say what he knows until right. it's okay to say it. He put out a sort of a cryptic tweet today. He put a picture of. Jakob Markstrom from the Calgary Flames and just put a like a wide open eye. Yeah, and but that the was way it. he was holding his stick was weird too, kind of like yeah, I mean, backwards, which is I, kind of like the I'm packing. I'm, I'm, I'm not think I'm not over interpreting that. No, I'm just saying I am. That's the way okay, I but whatever, whatever, whatever. But let's uh, but but what no, I'm, I'm saying not talking is, about Bigfoot, I'm just talking about a picture. Right. It's just because he had his stick stick. Under no, his I mean, arm, he used yeah. that picture for a reason. There's yeah. a million other pictures of Markstrom. Why did he use that one? 
I don't know. He liked he liked the color. Oh, he liked the the reference, the inference there. Well, I, so anyway, Randy agrees with me. Thank Mo, you. Well, Randy, please, you're, you're, you're slipping if you're agreeing with Russ over me. Um, but but uh, he then had the same open eye, but no stick tucked underneath for Elizmer's Lickens. So are we talking a one-for-one? One? Are we talking Elizmer's Lickens for Markstrom? I mean, I'm not creating a rumor here. No, I'm just I don't saying. think that would happen. But, but the thing is, it's like, okay, well, consider this I, I don't think calgary if they're trading markstrom they're trading them someplace that needs a goalie and they're trading it for draft picks and prospects or they may have to eat money to get draft picks right. and prospects because he has two more years left at six yeah just to answer matt boss i don't yeah. think weeks is doing this for clicks he doesn't do stuff for clicks he really doesn't No, he knows something and he's just putting yeah. it out there and he's you know now he didn't he didn't do the you know like the right you know, um, because that's when he normally um announces it's a done deal, right? So, yeah, I mean, Esmer, you could be right, it could be New Jersey, possible. Now, the question the question is, is that if it is, and and Act said that he had heard something about New Jersey and Buffalo, I, I, I seriously doubt that it's Buffalo. I cover the Sabres, I've not heard anything about them trading for a goalie. They've got Lukanen and Levi, they're they have about a 10% chance of making the playoffs. And in the span of the last two games, they lost Skinner for week to week. And Tage Thompson is having an MRI today. So we don't know what's going on with him. So they're not in a position. If, if anything, the Sabres could be sellers before March the 8th, but right now they're not going to, they're not going to add. Um, Markstrom to New Jersey. Okay. Let's say, let's say that that's the case. So I'm assuming in that deal that either one of Akira Schmid or Vanacek are not going back to Calgary because Calgary has, you know, they have Wolf and they have Ladar and they don't need a goalie back. But they're going to have to trade something back in terms of salary because I don't know if they have the ability to take on $6 million in salary. So, I mean. I don't know either. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. It is. Yeah, I'm I'm looking right now, doing it on the fly here. New Jersey has yeah, New Jersey has no cap space. They have they're in LTIR, they have about four hundred dollars in cap space. So that means they have to trade out six million dollars. Well, I mean, all right, so yeah, oh, but, it, but Dougie Ham they, they have not put Dougie Hamilton's not on IR. He's on he's not on LTIR, he's on IR. Right. So they can move him to IR to LTIR if they think he's going to be out for the rest of the regular season. Right. But that's only if they think that because then he can't play in the playoffs either. Well, no, he can come back after the end oh, of no, the after the regular season because the LTIR runs out. Yeah. Now I, I know that Elliot Friedman said that his return time is around you know it could be mid-march to late march so they could hold them out for two weeks and then i mean if they have a if they have a possibility of getting a goaltender and they have to finagle the cap yeah they, i don't they, know andrew's asking if schmidt's got can go to the ahl i don't know if he's out of options like if he goes he could be claimed i don't know um he went um he's already uh, he's already in the american hockey league remember nico dawes oh that's right when dawes came up so there you yeah. go so yes, he had uh, he he was waiver exempt. 
So, I mean, then it's a question of what, you know, Calgary is looking for in terms of a return. And, you know, we know New Jersey has young prospects. So, it's a yeah, question. I mean, they could move Holtz. They, you know, there's a whole host of, of players they could move. I, you know, like I said, I watched Markstrom play the other day. He played a really good game. But, and this is the but, second period, he gave up a couple goals. And he said, yeah, I'd like to get one of those back for sure. And I do kind of wonder if, if that's his sort of MO. Like he he could, you know, play a two, three goal game, but if he, you know, if it's a tight game and he gives it up at the wrong time, you know, not great. Uh, Randy, um, unless you're smoking ayahuasca, there's no way a Hughes is going the other way in that deal. Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll spend a little bit on the injury uh, list here because it's lengthy. Um, starting with Anaheim. Are you just going to read names? Well, we're going to talk about it. Oh, okay. Gee. Uh, um, okay, Anaheim has gotten significant bad news in the last three or four days. First, Zegras breaks his ankle, and he's out for six to eight weeks. Uh, Pavel Menchukov, uh, he's out, I think it was four, uh, uh, six weeks with a separated shoulder. And then last night, John Gibson gets hurt, and gee, we never heard that before. Um, we'll start with Zegers because I know that there was some chatter, and I don't buy it, but there was some chatter about you know him possibly being shopped in connection after they acquired Gautier. But I, you know, that I was all fan based, and it was created because Verbeek didn't like that. That Zegers held out on him, then he came back, and then you know he got hurt right away, um, and now he's hurt again. Uh, that was all fan fiction. Well, I mean, that I mean that's really that's really a uh, a situation where, I mean, I mean if they were trying to trade him, let's just say this: he's not coming back probably until after the deadline right and nobody is you know six to eight weeks you know, the deadline's march the 8th so you know we're talking yeah it's about it's about around that around that time frame i yeah. don't know if, i don't know if he's going to a team that's a contender simply because he's making five over five close to six and they can't afford it cap wise so I, it's a situation where uh, I think if he's going to get dealt, which I still don't know if that's the case, it's probably a draft deal or a summer deal. It's probably not. Yeah, I, I, nobody's taking him coming off a broken ankle. Let's start there. He's gotten hurt twice this year, and he missed time last year, right? Uh, correct. Yeah. So nobody's doing that trade. Nobody. Yeah. I he mean, hasn't really proved himself yet fully in the NHL. Like, why would someone – give up like a first and a top prospect or first on a roster player for him when he hasn't really proved anything and he's proved that he's injury prone. No, nobody's going to. Actually, um, last year he played 81 games. The oh, no, so last year he wasn't hurt. The previous year he played 75, so he missed, missed he missed. I knew he missed something. Okay, it was the year before. And now this year he's missing significant time, but he also was a holdout. So, again, right. if you're going to get him, know that in two years he might hold out on your team and front offices know this 
So again, who's jumping in to get him? Where if you get him, and all of a sudden you know he holds out on you, uh, it's not going to be good. Yeah. Um, as as I have not heard any uh, extent of Gibson's um, injury, um, we can only hope that it's nothing severe. But I mean, if it is something, if it is something that is, I haven't heard about it other than he's hurt. Right. I mean, there, 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 there has not been any kind of uh, update from Anaheim at all. So, I mean, that's now <laughs> I, I heard last night that both Eichel and Mark Stone got hurt for, for Vegas. Again, no update. I, you know, I don't know if it was got hurt and then came back in the game or got hurt and they're out completely. Yeah, um, same with Shifley. You haven't heard. Yeah, like she came out of the game, but we don't know anything more than that. Yeah, um, I'm so so so. But in terms of goaltenders, Kachetkov got hurt for for Carolina last last uh, last week or last night, excuse me. Yeah, that's um, a concussion. That was a concussion. He's in concussion protocol, and Ranta came Ranta came in for him. Um, but they don't have a you know we, we still don't know anything about Freddie Anderson. They didn't sign uh, Halak. They didn't sign. Um, the former Saber for oh, Aaron Dell. So I'm not sure who their third who their third stringer is right now. Um, so I mean, at this point, you know, like really, they're they're in desperate straits. So I mean, the, the the you know, we know uh, with the Leafs, Joseph Wall is hurt, and he's probably not going to be back until after the All Star break. So the the, the goaltending scenarios around the league are really difficult and really challenging yeah um i think sean herman weiss since he um since he played a goalie uh for the ducks is going to try out that's what i hear who, who is this again sean herman weiss i don't i don't know he was from the mighty ducks movie he was, he was the goalie in the mighty ducks okay movie. that that well uh, that, that explains it because i never watched that piece of crap I don't know. I, I I saw like 15 minutes of that movie. It, it turned my stomach, and I I turned it off. So I I don't you know whatever. Do they play the flying V in Carolina or you know whatever? Um, but, but Jan, we we're just talking about like all the injuries and all the rumors regarding. Yeah, uh, thank you, Northern. I was going to get to that in a second because I was at the the uh, Ottawa Buffalo game last night and Anton Forsberg gee oh my god Russ he got hurt yeah I mean at this point it's like a tree falling does anybody really notice you don't hear it <laughs> the injury it's the injury ninja striking back like crazy I mean yesterday yeah. was bad was it Shifley got hurt Kochetkov got hurt Forsberg got hurt Gibson um, got Gibson, hurt Gibson left the game with an upper body injury oh, we um, haven't heard if any of them are serious yet um Chekhov is a concussion he's the one serious yeah and and you could uh, and you watch the video it did not look pretty based upon the the speed he was going when the when he collided with Kachetkov. so right i'm so and obviously you got Olmark still out now with his look like probably a groin injury yeah he's traveling with the team and that means swayman will probably be uh uh you know, he'll be the number one. I'm not even sure who their, their third stringer is. Oh, so here's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. So, because we did a preview. I know the Flyers, <coughs> Flyers play the uh, Wild next, and Kaprizov, Brodine, and Gustafson were all back out on the ice. 
Yeah, Brad, Gus, they're supposed to both be back this week. I think Gustafson and Caprizo. Yeah, so I don't know I think if that was the rumor originally. That, but, you know. Well, okay. It, I know that they brought Wallstead up. Right. And he, he, got, he bombed in his first game. He gave up seven goals, seven unfortunately. Two, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was against Dallas, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, which is a tough, which is a tough first NHL start. You know, you're playing against a team that a lot of people think are the dark horse to get to the Stanley Cup final in the West. So, I mean, they could have they could have eased them in a little bit. But I'll tell you, it'll know. be the Flyers' luck. They they announced they're going to do an 11-7 lineup, then all of a sudden Kaprizov's in. Oh, but by the way, I, I wanted to touch. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to touch on that, Russ, because yeah. the com the comment by John Tortorella. Regarding Jamie Drysdale, said, "Well, look, I, okay, I'm just paraphrasing here." He says, "Well, he's not a defenseman; he's a rover." Right. And I'm like, Dude, "That makes a lot of sense since Do John uh, loves dogs so much." Rover. I get that, but we all also know that in the very early annals of hockey, there were plenty of rovers. The problem is yep. when you have a rover, you still have to have defensemen that are really up to par to be able to cover for that. And, you know, while the Flyers' defense is doing well as a unit, they don't have rock-solid defenders that could really allow for that. So I don't think that's a great idea because I think – and I don't think they're going to do it, you know, in the third period of games unless they're coming from behind either. I don't think he'll do it for an entire game. And, and one non-goalie injury also was Tage Thompson didn't finish the game yesterday. He left the game. He's scheduled to have an MRI today. Undisclosed, but scheduled for an MRI today. He probably already had it. They just don't want to yeah. tell it. Yep. Who, who was this? Tage Thompson. Thompson. Oh yeah, no, no. I was, I was, I was going to mention that because I was at the arena when. Um, okay. Yeah, they they don't know. They, they first of all, they didn't just they didn't say upper body or lower body. They didn't they didn't specify. They just but they but uh, Granado, um, in the media availability, did say that it's possible he could play tomorrow. So I mean. I'm sorry. You're having an MRI, and there's a possibility you're going to play tomorrow. Well, he left. He left during the game, and then came back. Right? Were you yeah, able to see what, it, where, where it might have occurred, or all at all? No, he he explained. Apparently, he left twice during the game yesterday. One was for stitches. Other time was for a broken skate lace. And then the third time he didn't come back, and that was for whatever injury. Yeah, but they do this in baseball a lot, Mike precautionary MRIs sure say that he we think he's going to play tomorrow but he's getting a precautionary MRI like that happens all the time yeah I'm just, and he was like basically you know and knowing Tate right. Thompson he'll tough it out blah 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 okay yeah. it's, you know this is a guy who's I mean I would be careful with a guy like this you know what I'm saying it's like yeah, I mean, he's your future like you, right. you know for one game I mean, I'm not going to risk it right again I don't know what the injury is if it's you know if it's a knee or whatever i mean whatever who knows no i'm not going to speculate but depending on what the situation is um i mean know. the good news is they can't score with them they can't score without them so whatever well it's not matter. well i you know um i mean oh, wait, tell me come on no, Mike. You the team. tell me tell me i'm wrong no you're not wrong but uh, the situation with them is five on five. Apparently their scoring is about the same as it was last year. It's the power play, which was top six or seven in the league last year. And this year it's 28th. So the power play is killing them. And honestly, defensively, you know, I mean, Lukanen played 
fairly well yesterday, but I'm not going to get infused with a whole bunch of confidence because they beat the Ottawa Senators. The no, Ottawa, I mean, really. The, the Ottawa Senators blow. They're I think terrible. The 67s might be able to beat the Senators. No offense. And, and the funny thing is, the Ottawa Senators gave up two goals in quick succession to Thompson in the first period. They get uh, Buffalo took a 4-1 lead into the third period and barely held on um, to, for, for the win. They, they got an empty netter with about two seconds left to go. So, you know, I mean, they, it, they need the two points, They but they shouldn't like, uh, you know, hurt their shoulder uh, patting themselves on the back because right. Ottawa stinks. Now, tomorrow afternoon they play Vancouver, and it's they'll play Vancouver without uh, Skinner, with a, potentially without Thompson. Uh, you know, it's Here, that's here's really something trip. I want to address in the chat room real quick. Andrew says, "Torts getting tired of the Philly media." He's not getting tired of the Philly media. He's always a little abrasive, obviously. But the point is, there are a lot of opinions that go on all the time in Philly media. Whether it's on shows like this, I do a show called Lockdown Flyers. There's a lot of opinions all the time. The Flyers are really good about understanding. I mean, we had Dan Hilferty on our show, and he even talked about, hey, I watch your show, and, you know, there's a uh, – I like the fact that, you know, there's some criticism. There, you know, you're looking at things deeply and stuff, and, and so, so they do respect that. And I think to a certain degree he respects it too. It's just if he hears something that he knows is sort of outlandish, he's going to, you know, he's going to bark back, and that's what happened with the uh, Kevin Hayes stuff. and. And I don't blame him. I mean, Kevin right. complained, complained about it in an interview. It was already affecting him. And so that's why he was tired of stuff. He doesn't want stuff like that. So if he hears stuff like that, he's going to, you know, we, he's going to say something. And that's fine. It's his right. Um, so last night, uh, the Maple Leafs played the Islanders for the second time in a month in that um, very friendly, the friendly confines of the UBS arena in, uh, Queens. Um, Elmont, New York, Mike. Elmont, New York. Yeah, it's Elmont. I thought Elmont, it was Queen. New York. No. Elmont, Queens, New York. Right. So here's a quick thing. This is always a fun thing. My wife and I it's have. Because Queens is part of Long Island. Right. But yeah. It's not we, uh, really. we, yeah. But, it, but it's I, true. No, no, it's true though. So like, if you look on a map, it is, and my wife is from Queens. And so we've had this discussion right. many a year and, Technically, it is Long Island, but it doesn't count because of where districting is on the map and everything right. else. So that's why. So it's Elmont, Mike. And if you say Queens, then you got a guy like Jan that's going to say no, it's not. And Jan's right. Like Fifteen minutes from there. What do you expect? I, know. I, know. I, mean, I can I mean, show I can you the Newsday. You want to know? No, I'm kidding. UBS is next to the border of Queens. Is that yeah, true? Right on the Queens. Right on the yeah, it's on it's on the uh, it's okay. So cut me some slack for Christ's sake. I was kidding with you. Holy criminy! Take a chill. <laughs> I'm having a bad day. No, um, so only a bad uh, day. <laughs> so one month ago on December 11th, the Leafs lost four to three in overtime, and on January 11th. They lost four to three in overtime. Gee, what was familiar? Now, um, and and ironically, uh, in both games, the uh, duo of Barzil and uh, Noah Dobson, who's having a really good yep. year right now, um, combined on the uh, game-winning goal of last month. It was Horvat. This month, it was a deflection by uh, Barzil. You know, I mean, I, Lee fans can't complain. They're four zero and one in their last five games. Um, Martin Jones has a nine thirty 
some odd 931 save percentage, something like that. Um, but this weekend is going to be where things are um, going to get interesting because they play two home games against Colorado and Detroit. Um, one of those games is going to have to be played by somebody other than Martin Jones, and they did call yeah. – did bring up Ilya Samsonov back up from the <laughs> AHL. Now the, the, the question here is – did they send Hildeby down to play a game in the AHL to get a game because he hadn't played in two weeks? Or are they actually going to play Samsonov? And I'm telling you right now, Russ, if they play Samsonov and he gives up a bad goal, Lee fans are going to boo him. And he is so fragile mentally right now in terms of not, not you know, in life crisis, but I mean, just as a goaltender, I mean, he hasn't played well all season he's maybe played four or five decent starts if he gives up a few bad goals and the fans turn on him they can never put him back in goal again well you can't say never say never i understand what you're saying but even if he gets booed they may have to put him in that even beyond this game like no i'm, I'm saying that they'll go i think they'll they'll then go to hildeby until you know because right I now mean, maybe i mean sometimes they don't like i mean sometimes you know the goaltending coach goes look you're throwing this guy in. It's not advisable. And then, you know what? Samsonov's getting paid. If he gets booed every minute he's in he's in net, they may have to start him, a, you know, another game down the road. But if he's, if he's costing them points, no, they don't. And that's well, what I mean. It's, it's easy well, you for gotta, you, you to say, play. but you can't ruin your other goalies right. just because this guy's not playing oh, well. Okay. I'm not saying ruin your other goalies. And I'm like, right now, after this weekend, they have one back-to-back until the All-Star break. That's the following weekend. So they can play Dennis Hildeby one game in the NHL. It's not going to ruin. And then, you know, you're going to be playing Martin Jones, you know, regularly until the All-Star break. And then, you know, either you're picking up somebody off of waivers if Wall's not ready. They're not going to rush Wall back. I and mean, that would be the worst thing because they rush him back and he gets re-injured, then they're really screwed. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm just saying, I, I hope that Samsonov has sort of gathered himself and, you know, he can play at least passable. I mean, we know when it gets when Wall gets back, it's probably going to be Wall and Jones, and Samsonov is probably going to get waived again. They, they can't keep three goaltenders because they can't afford to cap-wise. So, I, I, you know, I think right now Samsonov is a stopgap to get back to Joseph Wall. And that, you know, you could say that's that's not a great situation for – for the Leafs, but that's the reality right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a reality. It's look, they only need to worry about getting it straightened out like the last month of the season. That's really the uh, the thing, and they'll know by then if Wall's up to you know finishing out the season or not. If he's not, then guess who's going to be looking for a goalie at the trade deadline? It'll be the Leafs. Well, I mean, that's nice, but they can't they they can't afford one. Well, I mean, all right. So this right. could happen, Mike. So let's talk about it. Okay. If Wall comes back, mm -hmm. he's not quite right. Right. And he can't finish out the season. Right. You think they're going to go with Samsonov and Hildeby for the rest of the year, playoffs wise, too, when they go? No, no, I think they're going to go with Martin Jones. Martin Jones. Okay, you're going to go with Martin Jones in the playoffs. You think that? Wow. I think. I think that they won't have much of a choice. Well, he had one good run years ago, Russ. Yeah. Yeah, eight years ago. I think there's other options. It was recent. I think I think a GM I, I, I think a GM could do more 
And again, if you if you think I've been hard on on um, Trey Living before, wait until that one when if the playoffs start, Martin Jones is the goalie. Russ, they're using the fact that they don't they have very limited assets as a potential excuse for them not going out and trading for defensemen. That That's goes- not what I heard. I heard a soundbite from Trey Living said we don't have a lot of money to spend, but we'll be able to make moves. That's what yeah, I heard they, him say on SiriusXM. Right, they have a lot. They don't have a lot of money, but they don't have a lot of assets. That's that's what limit. He yeah. talks a good game, so we're going to see. I mean, well, again, if they go into the first round, no matter what the situation is, and they get bounced, fans are still going to be mad, and nobody's going to give him a pass. Tell me somebody who's a Leaf fan that's going to give him give him a pass. Nobody. Well, Butch Goring definitely isn't going to. Um, really, now, we'll start with that. No, no, no. I just, you know, you saw what I wrote in our chat, and I, I stick by that. Um, okay, so let's let's just t- touch on the, uh, the standings. Maybe we'll take a couple questions. Jim the- is right. By the way, Iserman signing line Alex Lyon for two years and nine fifty was brilliant because he read the goaltending market, mm-hmm. spoke to his people, and they said, you know, he's a guy that could start if he really had to, but really isn't a starter. But he's pretty good. Smart. Yeah, no, and, and, he, still and not he, get them in the playoffs, but it's still smart to have him. He got Florida in the playoffs. It was, it was smart to have him as a, yeah, as a three, in case. Well, I mean, Huso is not has not played well, and Reimer is Reimer. Reimer's eventually going to turn into Reimer. Yeah, Reimer's Reimer. So, you know, um, right, let me, let's, let's, let's just look at this at the standings here. Um, because right now the Bruin, it's a very tight race in the Atlantic with the Bruins at 56 points and Florida at 54. Now the uh, I, I did see some stuff um, reported about Sam Reinhart and him now with Nealander being signed, him being like the number one pe- pending UFA. I, you know, obviously they're not going to trade Reinhardt because he's having a career year. He's three goals behind now. Austin Matthews, he's got 30 goals on the season. But in speculating of what they what they're going to have to pay him, Russ, you know, they're yeah, talking about he's on 10 30 games, 30 goals in 41 games. My God. I mean, even if you were a Sam Reinhardt fan, you couldn't have expected this. Like no. And and the problem, and the problem here is. He's he's doing it at the absolute right time, and like Nealander, they're going to get taken to the cleaners. No, but, they will. Florida will trade them. No, they won't trade them. They will. I don't think they will. They will. They they've traded other guys when the price has been too high. Who's the highest paid guy on the team besides Chuck? Kachuk. But that's because he's Kachuk, right? And, and because of the other things he does, Reinhardt's not Kachuk. Are they going to give Sam Reinhardt ten million the same as Kachuk? No. Well, they won't. They won't give him more than Kachuk. It's a question no. of whether Reinhardt would take. And remember, Florida no state tax. Um, Kachuk so is aware, making, thanks to you. Yes. Well, okay. Barkov is making ten, and mm-hmm. Kachuk is making nine and a half. Right. So, so that's the limit. Ten's the limit. And no, nine and a half. Nine and a half's the limit. Okay, nine and a half's the limit. He's making six and a half. There, there's probably a team out there that would pay him ten. Yeah, but ten someplace else is I, not. I get as it, but I'm just saying I don't think they're going to offer nine and a half. They're going to say here's nine, which would be you know ten somewhere else. 
I mean, you're probably right, but he's going to get he's taken get... nine. Hey, great. I, I just even there, I don't know if he's taken nine. He, he he's going to probably say, and this is what a lot of players do. I took less last time. I'm not doing it again. Well, he's. I think he's still on. No, no, no. That's right. He did. He was traded with a year left from the Sabers, so that he signed an extension with them. Right. I mean, you know, could uh, you see in the summer? A buyout of Bobrovsky? No. They won't do it. Before last year, I would have said that was very possible, but he's played but he's played really he's well. Played and, well enough to, to keep him and not worry about the headache of that money. Could They've they, already got enough cap problems and they're having a great year again. So I don't think they, they're gonna do it. Could they trade Spencer Knight? I mean they could. I don't think they want to. Um I still think and they think he's their future. Whether that changes, that you know, anything could happen. I mean, I think they would like to keep Reinhardt, but it's going to be tough. But I think you know they they have they have the advantage that in in terms of you know they can pay they can pay him less than other teams um can pay can pay him and he gets more of that because of the state tax sure but just to answer randy i don't think he would take eight and a half regardless of the deal of florida no i think he's they would have to come as close to kachuk as possible without going over he's score 50 goals i know but we okay do we is he a 50 goal scorer it, but it doesn't matter that's the point well, he, he fits perfectly with barkoff he fits perfectly yeah. with that team they're gonna. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think they've already supposed he started discussions already. Suppose he was what I saw seen somewhere. I mean, I think oh, it's yeah, almost. I'd probably, be shocked. If he, I'd be shocked if he doesn't resign there. I wouldn't be shocked. I think uh, they're I trying to do that, Jam, because the minute he gets the fifty, they can't afford him anymore. So I think that's why they're trying to do it now. See, I, think I don't think with, I think they'll end up with somewhere between nine and ten is where they'll go with him. I I don't think they'll trade him, Russ. I think they'll own rental. Oh, no, no, they won't trade him. Yeah, just like no, just they won't like, trade them. They will just own rental them. Just they, like they just like Toronto, yeah. just like Toronto wouldn't have traded Neilander after the beginning right. of the season. Um. So, right. So right now, uh, in the in the in the Atlantic, you've got Boston. This has a good point. So, <laughs> so Verhage's only signed through twenty four, twenty five, and Montour is a free agent after. They're not going to be able to sign them all, Mike. They're not. I know, but they have a lot of money coming off the cap. Okay. Right now, like for for next year, they've got uh, almost thirty million in cap space. So, but but um, let's see here. Montour's a free agent. Forsling's a free agent. Ekman Larson's a free agent. Yeah, he'll go. He'll go. Um, he'll go. Let's see. Ryan Reinhardt and Lomborg. Yeah, I mean, a couple of them they you know can get away with. I mean, oh, Kulikov, Reinhardt and Brahegi the year after. Uh, and and so Zach Blad. <laughs> yeah, I could see Reinhardt not not coming back. I'll, I'll tell you something right now, Russ. I'm not paying I'm not paying Ekblad with all the with all the injuries that he's had. I'm not paying him seven and a half million ever yeah. again. He's not no. that defensive. He's not I that defenseman. I give him six for three yeah. years. Yeah, he's not that defenseman anymore. They, they, you know, that he's still really good. But I mean, oh, yeah. I'm not saying he's not he's good. Available. I'm just saying he's available. Available. Yeah. he just right. can't stay on the ice, which is the problem. Yeah, it's a big deal, no question about it. But 
again with this with this situation, yeah, he's not getting traded, but again, he could price himself out of that market because he, you know, what if he gets a 50 goals and a hundred points? Yeah. Then, like I said, he'll get overpaid like Nylander did. There was a guy who had 110 points there once. Where's he now? Who, Willie Jokinen? No, Huberto. Oh, well. Yeah, and maybe duck. maybe that's a maybe that's a cautionary tale, Russ. He it's like he went for the big money, or you know he doesn't he, care though. He's still got the big well, money. I, I, wait, wait. First of all, I think part of it was them changing the environment and the culture on that team and bringing in a guy who's got a bit more grit and sandpaper after right. they lost the playoffs. I mean, that was probably the bigger part of the story than he asked for too much money. Okay, but I mean, Reinhardt's going to ask for too much money too. We don't know what he's asking for yet. Right. I don't well, think he's asking for Nylander. He's money. not asking for anything under eight, no matter whether you live in Florida right. and that, or and, not. And that amount is probably reasonable. What eight. Bill Zito? What what you Bill Zito would laugh at eight? What What's Bill that? Zito will do, Russ, is that uh, you know he will he will use the attractive qualities of staying. Yeah, but it in doesn't Florida. matter. I mean, again, yes, it does. It no, does. It doesn't. Russ, what do you think's a fair amount? I think a fair amount is nine and a half, even in Florida okay. money. And okay. I don't know if he'll do it. He'll be making the same as Barkov then. No, 10. That's like 10 and a half then elsewhere based upon the state tax. Right. He'll be making Kuchuk money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, in the Metro right now, the Rangers are leading the Carolina Hurricanes by three points, 54 to 51. The Islanders are at 48. Um, now, the Rangers, Jan, Cue I mean, they've Cue, Cue Tom that? Petty right now. Cue the Tom Petty song. Well, won't back down? Free well, falling. Free falling. Oh, three three <laughs> in a row, four out of five, five out of seven. I mean, they're, it's their defense. Yeah, well, it, don't only blame the defense. It's not only the blue line. It's, it's you want to tell them defense, defense whole overall. They they don't stop anybody off the rush. No, no, I don't get it. But it's their, but that is they, they, it's okay, the defense. Okay, not the blue line. Defense overall, yes. No, it's all yes. of it though. The blue line's not yes. right either. No, blue line hasn't played well, but the forwards aren't doing a good job either. And Igor yeah. has been brutal. Igor has been horrific lately. Well, again, I think Igor. I think we're learning that. Hey, Igor's a terrific goalie, but like any other goalie, he's got to have the right defensive people in front of him doing the right things, or he's susceptible like anybody else. Well, that, that blue line ain't changing yesterday, although he did mix and match, guys. He split up the Truba Miller pairing yesterday. Right. He ended up and he split up the Lindgren Fox pairing yesterday. I, I no, sorry, it was, the, it was the Gustafson pairing got split up. The guy got split well, up yesterday. Also, Fox, you should never mix up. There's no point in ever mixing that up. Those guys know each other too well. They're yep. proven. You leave those two alone. I, I have actually played better lately. His last two games have been his best two games since he came back from injury. I have a suggestion for Gustafson. It's yeah, a family I mean, show, so keep it clean, Mike. No, but <laughs> no. Be, in, be in the bench or be on the be in the in the press box. Gustafson, like he'd be like, he's a rover. And it's like, yeah, but that's not what the Rangers need because Fox does some roving too. So yep. I'm taking Gustafson out of the lineup at some point might be has might have to be what happens, Jan, because even though he was giving them offense that they sort of needed early in the year, 
when things start tightening up, they may find out he's the wrong guy to have in there. And honestly, they that for now, they, I mean, they called Robertson up and sent him back down, and they yeah. don't seem to have a lot of confidence in, in Jones. I have a feeling you're going to see Matthew Robinson, Robertson, or I have a feeling you're going to see Mac Hollowell, who I know Michael doesn't particularly love either because he's an ex-Toronto guy. No, I, he's, I, actually, I, he's, I, actually, he's actually played. I, he's actually played. He's played well in Hartford, and he actually yeah, played I, well I have in not, this season. I, I have nothing against Mac Hollowell. I mean, he's just he's a right-hand shot defenseman. He's small. He's pretty mobile. Um, you know, he had a couple, he had a cup of coffee with the Leafs. I mean, I, I think they thought he was limited because of his size and they have, they had enough small defensemen, but I mean, I, I hope he's, you know, I'd like to see him have some success in the NHL. He, he, he should get He should get a shot up there because honestly you could move Schneider to the other side because he's a lefty and play Hollowell on the right side and see if it's a yeah. better fitting. But I mean, this is where I know, look, Kako is not scoring, but he makes a huge difference defensively on that first line which is what they need, and he lengthens the lineup because right now that bottom six, other than VC, has been woof bad. But you can put put Coyle back, Cooley back there. Again, and we talked about better. this. I didn't like the signing of Benino because Benino's the, too long in the tooth. He's played too many hard miles, so that was going to be a problem. They, they had to have known, or at least Drury had to have known that the bottom six could be a problem even with the guys he signed. Well, you're missing Pitlick also, which hasn't helped because Pitlick was actually playing. Yeah, he well. never stays healthy. Never. Right. But but again, so but it's it's this is one of those areas as we've discussed, right? You can reinforce a bottom six at the trade deadline yes. without spending an inordinate amount in terms of acquisition costs to get guys like that. And you, you can know, look, can we just be honest about something too? Because he did play defense. The loss to Heedle is greater than what anybody really yeah. wants to admit. I've been saying it for – I've said no, it. No, I don't mean you. I just mean out there. When they talk about the Rangers, mm-hmm. nobody talks about Philip Heedle anymore because he's, he's done for now. And he did play a good all-around rugged game. Like he was a, And that third line would have been a really good third line with him and Cooley and whoever else they put on that opposite wing if it had been – Wheeler was playing actually decently there. Not great, but he was fine for what it was. So it is a big loss. But look – the Carolina, depending on their goaltending, is the team that probably should win the Metro. Jersey's just got no goaltending at all, right? Vanacek has been horrible, right? The, they're going with they're going with Nico Dawes right now because they need to try to try something because Akira Schmidt was so bad they sent them down and they're missing Hamilton, which is a which is a huge loss. And Hughes anemic is not particularly great so far yet defensively, especially Hughes. No, and they've lost Jack and they've lost Jack Hughes again. Which you have to start questioning his ability to stay healthy because every year he has some kind of an injury that shortens his season. Sure, but you know what? Even a shortened season for Jack Hughes is like ninety points. I I agree like, with you, but it'll be eighty-five, ninety points. Like, he has whatever. to be healthy come playoff time. Look, if oh, he's he healthy hasn't, come playoff, he hasn't missed the playoffs yet. No, you're right. So. Well, I, I mean, okay, if 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 all uh, all else fails, how about you get somebody to protect him? The injuries are not because he's getting basically blindsided. No. I mean, not the, most injuries are not because it's of that. Because if it's he, one thing, if guys were taking liberties with him, I'd say yes. I don't think that's the case with the injuries. No, it's because he skates in the dirty areas and he's right. always got the puck and he is a risk. But right. Mike, nobody is going to be able to get people to stay away from him when he's got the puck 60% of the time. It's not going to happen. Well, 
maybe maybe my mentality is 1970s or 1980s. It is. It's, it's like no. but if you oh, have if, if you have, cane, you have Ryan Reeves, is he going to prevent Mitch Marner from getting hurt, Mike? I mean, come on. If somebody took a shot at Mitch Marner, is Ryan Reeves really going to stop it? Nobody took a shot at Mitch Marner because nobody could catch Mitch Marner. Pablo Jello with the oh. Canes, like, remember what happened to Dale hey, Rolfe? Remember, nobody came to Dale Rolfe to his, his, his age. Yeah, we Dale saw what happened there. <laughs> hey, there you go. There it was. There it was. I told you, it's this, it's this freaking computer. Mike, but right, and, you, right. and then they did the Tom Wilson exaggeration after that. Yeah. It's um, ridiculous. All right, look, it's not, it's not going to help, Mike. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make a difference. But but New Jersey has to improve their defense, and they they've talked Mark Strom. Right? I mean, again, depending on the rumors you believe, they got it. They have to get somebody. There's enough goaltenders that are going to be available. They need to make a move and get somebody. Um. Okay. So the Philadelphia Flyers are are tied with the Islanders at 48 points, and Tampa Bay has now moved into the second wild card at 47. And he, he I, I would say on the slide too, right? They kind of. Did this very quietly, I think. Yeah, and you know, with, with and in an unusual way for them because they've given up 148 goals against, which oh, that's God. that's Jonas Johansson mostly, but yeah. but Vasilevsky uh, has not been yeah. pure Vasilevsky nope. yet. But you know, if they get, tell me the team that wants to face them if they're in the playoffs. Nobody. But, um, but depth-wise, they don't have the depth they had no. before. And that, no, that's I mean, where – look, their upper-end talent is tremendous. Where they're going to get beat is if they can't figure a way to bolster those last two lines and that third-pair defense because, honestly, it's not it's not good right now. And that's with all the guys they've lost. Here's the kind of matchup they want. Tampa wants to match up with, with a team that they think they could beat in a shorter series because, like, let's say they match up against Carolina. Carolina's ready for a seven-game series. Tampa's not. They're just not. They also oh, right. don't want a team that's going to basically pound on them, right? Right. They, they don't want to, right? So, notice Tampa Bay, Bo Tampa, Boston is a bad matchup for them right. because Boston's strategy is to keep going to get dumped the puck and hit and dump the puck and hit. And that's not what Tampa's I, good at. I, I, think, think, I, think Tampa, I think Tampa and the Rangers would be a bad matchup too because Bo the Rangers would do the same thing. Yeah. The right. Leafs would be a good matchup. I mean, I'm not saying yeah, but, that the, but, the, but the Leafs are in third place. There's no way they're going to play. Um, okay. Okay, then for Sabre fans, here's the bad news. Because Tampa's at 47, Buffalo's at 40. There are five teams in between them. All of them have games in hand. And New Jersey and Pittsburgh and Detroit all have 45. So they're all two points behind Tampa. So, I mean, I think I looked it up on Money Puck. Buffalo's chances of making the playoffs are about 11%. So not, not good. What are and they, and, chances and their goaltending is wolf bad these days, Mike. Still, oh, the Sabers. Uh, yeah, it's inconsistent. Lukanen actually played pretty decently yesterday, but you know, and he'll. They're supposedly going to start him against against Vancouver. So here's your reward. You didn't yeah. like that joke, I guess. I, I, no, no, no. Here's your reward for playing decent against one of the worst teams in the league. You're going to get the next start against the best team in the league. Well, th thank you very much. Um, okay, in the in the West. Winnipeg is at 60, leading the league, which is still still blows my mind. Um, Colorado at 57 and Dallas at 53. Dallas um, has been dropping lately, though. Yeah, but De okay, Dallas has a reason because Ottinger's been out. They've been doing right. it with Matt Murray, not that Matt Murray, but Matt Murray and right. Scott Wedgwood. So, yeah. you know, uh, they, they 
Yeah, if they if, if they get Ottinger back, they'll be they I think they should be fine. Um, Vancouver at fifty nine, Vegas at fifty three, L A. L the team that's dropped off right now has been L A. They've been struggling big time. Yeah, L A. is really been struggling. You're right. That's surprising. Um, unfortunately, there is a three way tie for the two wild card well, spots. We have an update, Mike. Um, Shifley is just day to day with an LBI, so. He may that's, even still play against the Flyers. That's, <laughs> that, you know. that's, that's good news for them. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, there's a three-way tie for the wild card, and one of the teams tied for the wild card is the Edmonton Oilers, but I still believe they're going to miss the playoffs. Uh, Nashville oh, and yeah. – Hold on, hold on. I mean, honestly, though, do you yeah. think that or are you just saying that to stay on brand? I think that. Okay, because – Right now, I'm 50-50. I think there's a, a, a good chance they can make the playoffs. I do. I'm not ready to go over on the other side yet because I haven't seen their latest losing streak. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah, time. I mean, they've won nine in a row. Right. And they're, they've won nine in a row, and they're tied for the tied for the last playoff spot. Which shows you just how bad their start was and how right. – uh, and, and, right? and, but, but look at how Skinner's played. I mean oh, – I, I know, I know, Jan, but what I'm saying is – they're not as good as the record. They're not as bad as the record was early, and they're not as good as the record is now. So there's they're bound to have a losing streak, and when they do have that losing streak, then they'll fall out of a playoff spot. Well, it depends on how you're defining a losing streak, right? You're talking losing five in a row. Or you're talking win one, lose two, win two, lose. I mean, I mean, if they hover as, in the same yeah, range and, they're at, they, they're they're at least they put themselves in a position where they can make a run late if they have to. And as the dirty lawyer Michael Cohen in the chat says, uh, Seattle is also red hot. They've won eight in a row. Eight in a row. Yeah. Breaking news. What's that? Literally, I, figuratively? News. I didn't. I didn't say this pregame, so I'm going to say it now. I missed this. I didn't realize the Mets signed Alonzo to his, his arbitration number was twenty point five. Yeah, one year, twenty point five million. That's you, That's you, it. Pay attention, that's, Russ. No, no, but that's it. That's bad news because no, you that knew they, that's that, all they were going. No, 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 but. They should have re-signed him before the arbitration. Well, no, the Mets no, they, they, oh, they did not go to arbitration. He was signed before arbitration. He, he's they not signed one him of the players that are going to arbitration. Yeah, they signed oh, him to a one-year deal, though. They signed that him to his qualifying to offer. To his qualifying offer. Right. Fine. That's not the way you do it. They should have signed him, signed him. He's not re-signing with them. That's all. Go ahead. Move on. This will be this will be this will be another twelve month argument between me and Russ. It's okay. not a twelve month argument. You'll see by July he'll be gone. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, keep uh, quiet. The guys get to watch Marcus Stroman now. The man. Is I, I was Stroman. just. I was just. Talking, I was just gonna, so keep Jan, quiet over Jan, there, Mike. Jan, you missed it. I called him an asshole three times at the beginning of the show. Uh, and he right, now we're gonna get an E next to the broadcast because you had to open your mouth there. That's right. I said it four times now. Um, you know, right there. Um, so, uh, Edmonton, Nashville, and Seattle all at 45, St. Louis at 43, same with Calgary, uh, Arizona at 42, and then it drops off to Minnesota at 38. I mean, Minnesota is as far behind the second wild card spot as Buffalo is, which means their chances are slim to none. I, you know, I don't think Arizona is, a, I mean, I mean, honestly, the only of, of the two teams of the teams that are outside of the of the wild card, the only one I think has a chance to to move up might be St. Louis, and I I think St. Louis is flawed. So, 
they are flawed, but they'll they'll make a move at the deadline. And Bennington's having a pretty good year. And the other guys are back. Like Thomas is back, Kyrou's back, uh, Shen's starting to pick it up. He was, and this is Braden, the new captain. You know, he he has picked it up lately. So I think there's a chance, but this is their last gasp. I don't think they're going far in the playoffs. Right. So, um, so uh, Russ, do you want to touch on, you know, because of NHL draft buzz, the draftbuzz.com, do you want to touch on the, uh, the uh, Celebrini being the top rated uh, prospect according to uh, the central scouting and uh, yeah. Who's, I mean, give me the top five if you can pull their list up. Okay. Uh, well, I'll be happy to chat about that. Cause yeah. Yeah. And people um, can go to my site and see, you know, my top five. That's fine. Yeah, I do know that's only that, the first one for both of us, right? So I, I do know that uh, there was some surprise that Eiserman uh, was way down on the list, right? So I'm 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 happy to address that because I'll see him uh, next Saturday play this Saturday. Okay, um, it was Central Scouting Celebrini. Sorry, I'm just it's in right. small font here. Uh, Lev Shunoff, Artem Lev Shunoff, Michigan right. State, Caden Lindstrom, Medicine Hat, uh, Ziv Boom, Boom, yeah, Boom, yeah, Boom, thank you, and Trevor Connolly are the top five, right? Okay, so let's chat. So, like, I'm really, I like Trevor Connolly a lot. I probably was the first one to write about him this year. I can't have him that five, that high. I have him at 14 to start. Because I think he's having a really good year, and I like the player. He could move up on my list. Don't get me wrong, but I I feel like he needs to show me more. Shy, you know, obviously she boom, Zeev showed a lot in in the World Junior, so he broke my top ten. But I still have him at nine. I still think they're a little overly aggressive. Where they're really getting it wrong is to not have Demidov as the top guy. Like obviously they have him as the number two, right behind Hellenius for the European. And look, I like Constantinus. I really, really do. But but Demidov's proving things at the you know he's hurt for a little while, or and he still might be hurt, proving things at the KHL level. Hellenius had a nice World Junior. He wasn't a world beater, but I do think, and I've had this conversation. I think there's a chance he could be a center now. If he's a center, okay, we can have a different conversation. Um, I still have Cole Eiserman third, and it's not out of stubbornness. It's out of just his straight skating and offensive ability that is off the charts. Now, if you don't like his play away from the puck, don't draft him. If you think that he um, he's not giving you what you want, don't draft him. But this guy's going to score, and he's going to score in the NHL too. So there are guys that just sometimes in that all-around game don't match up in their draft year. And I think he's paying for that. But again, go look at his at his at his goal totals. I mean, I've watched this guy. He could score from a million places on the ice. He could do it on the penalty kill. He could do it on the power play. He could do it on the first line. He could do it on the fourth line. Like he, I just you know I I get it. It's just people are, are nitpicking over the play away from the puck. But if you look at his numbers, he's already got what thirty goals just with the program. So. Yeah. Um, it's 30 just, goals in 29 games with the program. Um, international listing, just to finish out here, uh, Hellenius is number one. Siliev Sil- is number two. Oh, Siliev's two, not not Demidov. No, Demidov is three. Wow. 
Adam Yurchek is four, and Emil Emil Hemming is five. Uh, I would argue with that because I like Jesse Polkinen, the uh, the big defenseman. I put him in my top ten. He's six foot seven. He hits like a ton of bricks. Okay, so Jay said Demidov's back in the NHL. That's fine, but you watch what Demidov can do on the ice, and tell me you wouldn't put him ahead of uh, Hellenius. Like that to me is a uh, a little little silly. Elkinen is fifteenth. Yeah, they they're not getting it right. They're not. I'm sorry. Uh, I do think Boom G Boom is better than Shy Boom. Yeah, I do. And and Shy is a pretty good player. Uh, but yeah, I just think. There, I think some of these, it's early on. They'll get more views. Maybe I'll change my mind, but I'm going to see Eisenman again. And again, I mean, people could just go watch video of this kid. It's just, and he, you know, he always comes through. That's the whole thing here. It's not like he's just like, oh, well, you know, he, he scores goals because he's on an all-star team. No, he scores goals no matter what. He's been scoring goals his whole life. Like, that's the whole thing. He's. Just and like I said, just with the NTDP, he's got four game-winning goals, averaging one point seven six points per game. So okay, I like Lidstrom a lot. I have him four, you know. And Lashunov, I have seven. I I think there's some things he could work on. Uh, he is six two. He's almost a point a game in college, which is great. He's with UConn, um, but there's still some things I want to see out of him. He's going to probably move up on my list, but I just you know. Not a hundred percent on that, but at any rate, it's good to see the lists out. Uh, I actually beat them by a couple weeks. I was in uh, or a week rather. I'm surprised, and I'm surprised. Um, remember, like I have Connolly fourteen. They have Connolly like what five or six? Five, five. Which means they think he's a top ten guy. He's gonna have to prove it to me to be a top ten guy. And I, I saw a lot of him early in the year, and I I interviewed him, and I am. Uh, impressed with him he's going to go to providence but i'm just looking at his point total like as of hmm? nothing oh his point total as of today is 35 points in 25 games 11 goals and that's really good like if he keeps that pace for the whole year maybe i'll uh reconsider but also is he going to be a center like uh you know that's the whole thing he's a left wing I think he. I think when I spoke to him, he could play center, but he's playing left wing. So as a left wing, I don't know. We'll see. But somewhere between ten and fourteen is probably where he's going to go in this draft. All right. Um, we shall be back on Monday with another edition of the Hockey Buzzcast. I'll tell you that right now that it looks like it's going to be blizzard conditions in western new york for the pittsburgh steelers bills game on sunday they're even they've already started doing the winter storm warning things on the tv and yeah. the nicig is calling the house to tell us that well there could be power outages and high wind yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm driving tomorrow and i'm driving to michigan but i'm going nowhere near you i'm going the other the other way you're going through well are you going around the lake no you're going through Canada. I mean, no, no, no. Oh, no, I'm going to go around the lake, but I'm going to be just on the turnpikes. I don't think I'm going to. They're only getting one to three inches in Plymouth. Well, and they're not getting anything in Pittsburgh, and Ohio doesn't look like it's getting anything either. No, I've I heard Ohio because that's where the storm is coming from. It's coming from the Midwest. So, 
Yeah, well, Ohio, if you look at I mean, uh, we'll chat after. But anyhow, I don't think they're getting much. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see if I'm in a good mood on Monday. and <laughs> that, that never happens. For The Departed, Jan Levine. For Russ Cohen, I'm Michael Agello. Thank you for watching. And remember, without the buzz, it's just hockey. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.